Hello fellow navigators. How's it going? Did everybody have a good weekend? I stayed in bed pretty much the whole weekend. Um, still rocking this stupid boot on my ankle. Still sore. <sighs> still sitting around like a bump on a log. Somehow I've lost a little bit of weight though, so you know, whatever. <laughs> I guess silver linings, right? Um, we're coming to the end of my series and I got four episodes left to do and I'm thinking that for the most part I'm just going to do a few episodes that kind of encompass the main points of what I consider to be my most important podcasts. Um, by the time this is over, there'll be 60 episodes that you guys can listen to and check out, and they'll always be on Spotify. So, um, you know, and then at some point after I move, I may come back. I don't know. I just don't know. Um, but like I said before, I'm, I'm running out of topics. I'm running out of things to talk about. So there's really not um, a whole lot of reason to you know, keep going right now, um, for the time being anyway. So today I want to talk about one of my biggest, most important topics, and that's transportation. Uh, losing my driver's license was the most devastating part of losing my sight. And I don't know if it would have been better had I never driven you know, just don't know what you've lost, right? But I, I definitely miss driving. I miss my driver's license. And, well, you know, I still have it. It's got a hole punched in it, but I still have it. It expired, what, 25 years ago, but I still have it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, not 25 years ago. Maybe 20 years ago. Ah, so for those of you who don't know the story of how I lost my driver's license. I, I knew I was losing my sight and I was trying to prepare and, you know, learn how to use it, travel with one of the white canes that blind people use. You know, you take, uh, it's called orientation and mobility. And so I was taking these classes and learning how to use this cane, you know, at the same time driving like an idiot. Um, and I, uh, I got married and my brother-in-law took me to go change my name on my license uh, to my married name. And so we pull up and I just wasn't even thinking. I grabbed my cane, I ding, 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 right into the DMV. And I said, I need to change the name on my driver's license. <laughs> and the guy looked at me and he said, no ma'am, you need a Washington State ID card. And that's what he gave me. And I turned and I looked at my brother-in-law, I was like, Really? You couldn't give me a, hey, hey, dummy, put your cane away? Something? So, and then he punched a hole in my driver's license and gave it back to me, which really pissed me off, but whatever. Um, so, so the main reason I want to talk about transportation today, it just kind of popped into my head because um, my paratransit ADA certification expires next month. 
Here's what I don't understand about that. Number one, this is the only state I've ever been in where I had to get ADA certified at all. Like normally it's you turn in a doctor's evaluation and you get paratransit. I don't understand, but whatever. So apparently the fact that uh, when I originally applied for ADA, was, it, it was not, uh, it doesn't matter that my disease is incurable, non-treatable, degenerative, meaning not going to get better, but will get worse. And yet I still have to fill out this damn application. I'm going to have to go down there, make an appointment. They make you do this like obstacle course thing to test you. It's so degrading. It just, it's, it's degrading and it's ridiculous. You're going to have me walk up and tell you when I can see the bus. Like that's not real life. Yeah. I can see a freaking bus. That's not the problem. It's the bus stops. I can't see. You know, and when you're on the bus and you're looking for a business, you ask the bus driver, hey, what stop is such and such? You will be lucky if a driver doesn't rip your head off because these bus drivers are cranky. They deal with a bunch of dirt bags all day long. And, and you know, I'm sure they know like their main stops. But if you're looking for something kind of inconspicuous, they may not know where it is and they are not nice about telling you. Uh, so that's the problem. How do you know when to pull the thing to get off the dang bus? Okay, not all bus stops here have like big shelters. Some of them are just a pole with a sign. So when you're walking down the street trying to find the bus stop, it's very easy to miss when you're not, when you're visually impaired. But now they want to degrade you and have you look for the bus and look for the stop sign. It's just terrible. It, it really is. And it makes me angry, you know. A doctor's note, I mean, my doctor had to fill out part of the application. So I don't understand why now that's not good enough. Why do I have to subject myself to this? Whatever. I mean, it's, Dial-A-Ride sucks and it's, it, it really does. And it's inconvenient, but it's ch way cheaper than Uber or Lyft. And, you know, I don't have any friends that really want to drive me around. So I don't have much choice in the matter. Um, Ubers and Lyfts. Let's talk about Ubers and Lyfts. And for those of you with uh, service animals, I have discussed in one of my, probably a couple of my episodes, <clears throat> that emotional support dogs are not considered service animals and they are not covered under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Therefore, if you have an emotional support animal, you cannot bring it into an Uber or a Lyft unless that driver just doesn't care and is like, yeah, sure, bring your dog. Okay. But legally, they do not have to let you. There are other dogs that are recognized under the ADA, such as autism dogs and PTSD companions, as well as seeing eye dogs. Um, so there are, there are um, instances, you know, dis other disabilities other than visual impairments that you are eligible to get a service dog and covered under the ADA, which means if your Uber or Lyft driver says anything derogatory about your service animal or denies you your ride, you 
file a complaint with Uber or Lyft. And they don't, they don't mess around with that. Um, Uber is very, I've talked to several Uber drivers that say Uber is very strict about that. If you get a complaint about um, a service animal or anybody with a disability, you're just fired. They don't even, they don't play. And, <clears throat> and I've had it happen. I mean, I've had it happen a couple of times where the drivers have, have just canceled the ride they, or they've gotten here, gotten to me and thrown a fit and told me to call an Uber pet, which is redonkulous. An Uber pet is more money because it automatically charges you a cleaning fee. And that's ridiculous. Um, I'm always polite. I advise that this is what I advise to all my fellow service dog users. Um, bring a blanket to lay down on the floor. Um, I realize that most schools, when you're trained with your dog, you are trained um, to sit in the front seat with the dog at your feet. That's not always feasible, especially now with this whole stupid cooties going around and whatever. Nobody wants you in the front seat of their car anyway. So bring a blanket to lay down on the floor and partially on the seat. You know, the dog might put his head on the seat and they start drooling and that will leave a stain. So um, get, a, get a blanket, like a throw blanket, and bring that with you. And also... I recommend <clears throat> sending the driver a message or calling the driver and letting them know that you're traveling with a service dog, that you have a blanket for them to lay on, and could they please scoot the front seat up so that the dog has a little more room. And that's, that's what I've started doing. And I've learned that if the driver doesn't want to take you, they just cancel the ride as soon as they see that message. So you'll either get a message back that says, okay, got it, or, you know, a thumbs up or whatever, or they're going to cancel the ride. And at that point, you know, I don't, I don't get charged for the cancellation when they do that, but I have to wait again for another ride. And, you know, and it's worse when they get all the way. There was one time Justin and I were leaving work with Garmin, and Justin messaged the lady and told her, you know, we had a service dog, blah, blah, blah. And when she pulls up, she says, oh, no, you're not putting the dog in my car. And he was like, what are you talking about? I sent you a message. And she was like, no, no dog in my car. Nope, nope, cancel the ride. And she left. Now, mind you, we had already waited 25 minutes for her to get there. And now we had to order a whole new one and wait another however 20, 25 minutes. It's ridiculous. And we shouldn't have to do that. You know, these, the, the thing is, is Ubers and Lyfts and stuff like that are, are convenient for a lot of things. But sometimes when you're forced to use it, it sucks. You know, it just sucks. And, you know, and I don't like to cause a scene and I don't like to cause a fight, but we tell them every time we're going to report you. You are not allowed to refuse service. You want, you just, you can't do it. You signed the agreement. You can't do it. And we are going to, you, you'll be reported and they get reported every time. And you know, I don't want anybody to lose their job. I really don't, but it's never going to change if people don't report it. So I'm telling you, if you get a ride canceled on you like that, or if 
your driver tells you that you can't have the dog and you need to call Uber Pet or whatever, and you don't get your ride, you need to report them because the people are going to keep doing what they're doing until there are some consequences. And if Uber and Lyft are serious about the consequences for their drivers treating people that way, then you need to be reporting it. You need to be reporting it anytime anyone discriminates against you. It's just not right. And you will come across it. I guarantee you somewhere, somehow you will come across somebody discriminating against you and not wanting you to bring your dog somewhere if you haven't already. Um, and it's going to happen a lot depending on if you have a dog for your, for, you know, ha, you know, two or three service dogs for, you know, 20, 30 years or whatever. Um, you're going to run into it a lot and it's going to suck. And it starts to wear on you. It really does. Which is why I started this podcast originally. Um, you guys know that to educate and inform. And, you know, I was hoping to get some speaking done and, and go to some schools and things like that. But with everything that's gone on in the world right now, just it's just not happening, you know. And uh, it, it just is going to spiral more and more and you know, like crap on a carousel. It's just going to get flung around. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, if, if you get discriminated against in any way, shape, or form, you need, you need to report it, okay? Um, there are a lot of times I have fantastic Uber drivers. I've had, you know, I actually have not used Lyft with, my, with either of my dogs. Um, carbon was retired by the time Uber and Lyft came about, but I've never taken a Lyft with, with Garmin. It's always been Uber. And I don't know that there's a whole lot of difference, but I do know that their policy is the same. So whichever, you know, whichever one you guys use, make sure that you know that policy. Um, I recommend reading it because your drivers may challenge you. Um, that's happened where they said, do you think I don't know what I, what my rules are? I'm the one that, works here and I'm the one doing the driving and this is my personal vehicle and I don't have to let you in if I don't want to. And, you know, there, there have been scenes, one guy, one guy was such a jerk. He, him and Justin got into it and I was trying to be in the middle of it, but not, I was just like, come on, let's just go and whatever. And that dude followed us back into our, into our work. And he was like, Come on, don't you just want to ride? I apologize, whatever, just let's go. And I said, nah, bro, I don't want you knowing where I live now. Just go. And he kept following and yelling, and the security guard came out, and the CEO came out, and they, they're two big dudes. And, uh, you know, they, they had to get the guy out of there because he was, you really think that I'm going to ride in a car with you when you're chasing me down in my job? I don't freaking think so. I don't care that there was more. I don't care that I wasn't by myself. No, no. And he got reported. Not only did he re get reported for refusing the service dog, but he also got reported for harassment. So <sighs> dial a ride, paratransit, you know, those are definitely less convenient and you know, you get what you pay for kind of thing. The dial-a-ride drivers don't care about their job for the most part. They don't care about their clients. They just collect their minimum wage paycheck and go on about their day. Um, 
You can tell that the morale is terrible. Um, there's, if you go, okay, so there's Phoenix style ride, which is if you go somewhere from Phoenix to somewhere in Phoenix. Um, so it's like that for each city. There's Phoenix, there's Glendale dial a ride, you know, that kind of thing. And then there's regional dial a ride, which is like when I would go from Glendale to Phoenix to go to work. And the regional dial a ride drivers aren't allowed to have any music on. Like you can't even have music. So you're just sitting in silence the whole way. Except there was this one lady that used to snap her gum. Oh my gosh, it was obnoxious. Holy mackerel, this gum-snapping lady. Um, but they're, they, they're not allowed to have their music on. How ridiculous is that? That's awful. And the, the vans all have cameras and everything, so of course they know if you're listening to music. So, how, I mean, I just... Music is a big morale booster for me, you know? And I feel like if you're just driving around all day, it's going to be a long freaking day if you don't have some music to sing along to and take your mind off things. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't get that. Um, you know, same with bus drivers though. They don't get a radio either. Of course, they've got plenty of entertainment on the bus. I actually like riding the bus. It's, it's really inconvenient and takes forever, but I find it quite entertaining. I really do. <laughs> the people on the bus are just freaking wackadoodles. You know, I remember going to work at catching the bus at like six in the morning and there was always this one old guy in a power power scooter that was t going to the casino at six o'clock in the morning this old man was getting up and going to the casino <laughs> you know so I mean it was just there were so many times that I got such phenomenal entertainment from being on the bus I just I you know now the bus drivers let me tell you something about the bus drivers here's an experience okay so I had to leave work early to go to a doctor's appointment. And I went out to the bus stop, me and Garmin. And I was in a, a black skirt and a, and a colored shirt that had blue, orange, tan, and white. Big, thick stripes. A big, thick blue, a big, thick white, big, thick tan, big, thick orange. You see where I'm going with this, right? Okay. That's what I, what I was dressing in. And I think I had on black chonclas. And... There was some crazy person there at the bus stop. I don't know if they were on the phone or if they were talking to themselves. Um, but they were pacing behind the bus stop and up a little bit from the bus stop and just ranting and raving and talking and whatever. And I'm standing there because I knew it was close to time for the bus to come. So I'm standing there waiting. And the bus passes. And as soon as it passes in front of me, I see it. And I'm, and I'm like, hey! And the other person started shouting. So the bus stopped about, I don't know, 15 feet up. And uh, so we go walking up. We get on the bus. I get on the bus. And I was like, I don't understand why you didn't stop. And he said, well, you didn't look like you were waiting for the bus. I've been watching you from a quarter mile down the road. You didn't look like you were looking for the bus. I said, I can't see. What do you freaking mean? And he's like, well, I, you know, your friend there. I said, I'm not with that person. He said it just, it didn't, he just kept saying it didn't look like we were at the bus stop or we were waiting for the bus. I was standing in front of the bus stop. I don't know where else he wanted me to be. And that's exactly what I told him. And I said, I said, you know, um, at that stop, that business right there is Arizona Industries for the Blind. So just so you're aware, 
This is as I'm getting off the bus. I said, just so you're aware, if someone's getting on the stop, getting on there and they have a dog or a white cane, they probably can't see the bus. And I, it was just like that. I used it as a teaching moment and just let them know that's the stop where a, a lot of blind people get on and off the bus. And I get off the bus and this fool gets off the bus and follows me. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. And he says, look, I didn't know you were waiting for the bus. I said, you are a bus driver. I was at the bus stop. You are supposed to stop and pick people up. And he said, well, you know, there's a lot of homeless people that just stand, at, stand around at the bus. Stop. I said, do I freaking look homeless to you? And he's like, no. I said, didn't you see the dog? Well, a lot of the homeless people have dogs. Oh, here we go with the homeless people again. So you didn't stop because you thought I was a homeless person with a dog. The homeless people aren't allowed to ride the bus. What if they have their bus card? They don't get to get on the bus or you just don't want to stop for them. I was so mad, so mad. I, and the fact that he got off the bus and followed me, oh man, I was furious. But that was, you know, that was the end of it. And he ended up getting back on the bus and I never saw him again. But I shouldn't be treated like that. Nobody should be treated like that. All he needed to say was, I'm, I'm sorry. That's it. I don't even think he did apologize, as a matter of fact. Actually, no. When I, when I first got on, he said, well, I'm sorry, but you and your friend didn't even look like I said that. I don't even know that person. That's about the apology I got. And it happens all the time. People just suck. And it gets harder and harder to deal with it graciously. It really does. I was just walking to the mailbox today. And this kid, I had Garmin with me, not in harness. We were just walking. And this kid's, you know, can I pet your dog? He's beautiful. And I mean, by kid, I mean he was probably in his early 20s. And uh, I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, oh, I have a, a retriever Ridgeback. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I said, he's a, a black lab, yellow lab mix. And, and he's like, oh, nice. You know, he started walking off and he goes, I want your dog. And I said, well, he's, you know, he's actually my service dog. And he says, oh, so he's free 90 free? I said, yeah, not quite. <laughs> not quite, buddy. Um, and that's just people. I, there was a time at work, when I worked out in Seattle, the same thing happened. I was taking carbon to the bathroom and these two guys, no, there was three of them, were doing the same thing. I want your dog, will your dog bite me if I come pet him? If I come take him from you, will he bite me? Stupid stuff like that. And I said, you wanna come try and see? You know, I, I just don't understand why people need to be like that. Um, and it's just ignorance. That's all it is. It's ignorance. Um, you know, and then, and then there's, okay, so I've talked about the Ubers and Lyfts and the dialer rides. Let's talk about personal vehicles, friends, family. I have a couple friends that are allergic to Garmin, to dogs. They're allergic to dogs, so... Riding in their vehicles is out. Apparently where I live is not convenient for anybody because, I don't know, it's too far for somebody to come and get me most of the time if I need a ride. Um, 
so honestly, the person that I rely on the most is Bianca. And, you know, that's why I don't mind helping her pay for stuff for her car, repairs or whatever, because, you know, if she's off work and I need a ride, she will drive me. If she's off work and I need her to do something for me, she'll go do it. And, you know, and that's that. There's no two ways about it. And, and so I'm very fortunate to have that. Um, I will say I miss having a boyfriend that drove. I, I really do. Um, because I have no life. It's so, it's so boring. I mean, really, where am I going to go that I really want to sit on a bus or take three buses to get to by myself? You know, there's just, the, it's just stupid. And I miss, you know, I miss that freedom. And, you know, obviously I more so miss the freedom of being able to get in my own car and go where I want, when I want. I was never home. Like, if I wasn't at work or at school, my kids and I, we were gone. We weren't home. And so this is a struggle for me. It's, and especially with this broken ankle and I can't even walk all the way to the bus stop. It's just, it's been a very big struggle. And uh, I don't like it. And so, yeah, I got to go get the, 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 my certification redone. And I guess while I'm there, I'll renew my reduced fare bus card so that I can pay half price for the bus. Oh, what a mess. Again, why should I have to go down and do that? You've got a doctor's note. You've got everything, you know, doctor eval. I just, I don't understand. It's not going to get any better. And you just finger in the eye, finger in the eye, finger in the eye. Come on, keep telling us it's not getting better. Keep telling us it's going to be worse. Keep telling us it's going to be worse. You know, they don't want you to forget. Ridiculous. So that's my, my spiel on transportation. Um, there's a couple episodes about transportation earlier um, in the first season of Navigating Life. And that's all I've got for you today. So I hope you have a good week. Um, I hope that, oh wait, I've got some birthday shout outs. Let's see, I already said happy birthday to Miss Tina. Let's see, I've got um, Justin's dad, Mark Sr., his birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to my dear friend Ashley, whose birthday is today, and my friend Rick, Ricky, whose birthday is Wednesday. So quite a few birthdays this month. Um, if I miss somebody, I'm sorry. Happy, happy, happy birthday. And, uh, until Friday, y'all, be a blessing and don't take them all. Peace out.